Boom. All right, ladies and gentlemen, join us today as we dive into the world of digital marketing design and scaling businesses with the co-founder of Humor. Let's get this thing started. Here we go. Shut up and sit down. Look, a business can give you everything you want in life. Prestige, wealth, freedom. It can also take everything away from you. This show is for those who are willing to take that risk. These are the real-life stories of entrepreneurs. But before we start, I have one small favor to ask. Please leave a comment. It could be advice, critiques, tips, feedback, or share this with someone because your engagement is the most valuable and most powerful form of social currency. So thank you, and welcome to another episode of Business Boss! gentlemen today we have a truly inspiring guest with us the co-founder of humor a renowned digital agency that started from a basement and has since become a leading player in the digital marketing industry in this episode we'll explore his remarkable journey from being a 22 year old college grad with a dream to building a global team of nearly 60 experts across 11 countries so get ready for insight on agency systems inbound marketing effective design and more and let's unlock the secrets to creating in uh uh, inspirational work and transforming websites into powerful revenue generators. Let's welcome to the show, Mr. Jeff Gapinski. Hey, Jeff, man, welcome to the program. Hey, thanks so much for having me uh, and appreciate the awesome intro. Of course, dude. You're in the digital marketing space. I'm in a very similar space. Uh, one of the biggest issues that I find uh, that my clients tend to have is they don't have content. They want to put stuff out. They just don't have anything to put out. So podcasting is the way I kind of uh, help them get that kind of content that they need to kind of grow their stuff. So I'm going to cut to the chase here. Very first question I always ask is you're here to promote a business, a company, a product, a service, a message, something to the general public. What is that for you? Yeah, so I uh, own a digital agency. It's called Humor. We've been uh, doing this for a little over 12 years. Um, you know, our thing is building memorable websites that sell. Um, so for our clients, what that means could be a variety of different things. Um, but you know, basically our goal is to partner with our clients, understand their business and um, position them in the best way possible through their website. Um, so that's our thing. Um, and I think we have our, our URL kind of floating across the bottom there. So if anyone's interested, they can go check it out. I like that it's unique to humor rocks. And it's a very true statement, first of all. And then second, uh, you've been at this for 12 years, man. Means you've seen a number of different iterations of business types, business marketing, ways to create digital products and digital uh, footprints online. Uh, who's your target audience today? Who are you going after since there's been so many different changes over the last 12 years? Yeah. So. Predominantly, we work with mid-market businesses, although there are some some enterprise customers that we, we work with too. Um, but generally speaking, companies between $25 and $150 million a year are our sweet spot. Um, we do a lot of work in the healthcare, SaaS, construction, um, and high-ticket B2B services space are kind of the main uh, main groups of people we work with. 
that's that's pretty good then okay mid 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 cap people so not really the small startups right not really the individuals who are just getting started generally no um although i mean we have worked with funded startups in in the past as well but usually it's a it's an established business that's looking to make more of a pivot or a transformation they could have um, acquired a new business they could be going through a rebranding um, it might be several years since they've gone through a website redesign and it just no longer reflects who they are as a company um, usually some of those are the inflection points that we see as to why somebody wants to engage with us in the first place let me ask you about your your educational background and the educational background that's needed to be in the industry that you're in. Uh, like I told you before the show, I got a lot of kids that are graduating here in the next uh, six months or so. And so thinking about what to do with their life is always one of those questions that comes up. I'm, I harp a lot about the the ability to learn some of these digital skills because it gives them so many in ways into different, uh, different companies. What was your educational journey like and what are you seeing for people that are coming into this industry as a requirement to be successful? Yeah, so I'll start by saying in 2023, I think it's way different than it was um, when I was first getting started. And I also anecdotally, there's so many people I know that what they're doing now was not what they set off or planned to do 15 years ago, right? Um, so there's still... You don't get it perfect day one. There's still a lot of room to pivot and change and grow, right? Like who you are at 18 is not going to be most likely who you are at 34. That's that's how old I am today. Um, I went to school uh, to be an art teacher, uh, funny enough. So um, I've always been a creative person. I've always kind of had that in my DNA. Um, and um I kind of like genuinely like working with other people and, and educating people. So that was my that was my original goal was to be an art teacher to kind of take that creative edge and then kind of structure it um, and be able to turn it into something that um, you know was going to be useful for other people. Um, I ended up midway through my collegiate journey pivoting and moving into graphic design and kind of finished with a BFA in graphic design. That's that's what my degree is in. Um, I've always been somebody who was interested in digital. So even like going back to when I was in high school, um, I was actually creating custom MySpace pages for people. So, uh, like local bands, for instance, would want to have a custom MySpace page made for them. So I'd charge them like a hundred bucks or something and create like a custom template. And that's how I kind of, um, cut my teeth on HTML and CSS. So I had a little bit of that in my background. Um, I didn't necessarily focus on it in school, but I did do a lot of extracurriculars and things to kind of continue to expand that. Um, and that was my skill set, kind of uh, walking into the job market and also uh, starting this agency. Yeah, but that skill set can carry you in a lot of different directions. It opens a lot of doors, whether you go into freelance or you go into a specific company. It's definitely a, a good tool to have on your in your tool belt. What about your shift into an entrepreneur? So you went into school thinking you were going to be an art teacher, pivoted at some point, and then you walked out and ended up being an entrepreneur. What was that like? Yeah, I think a lot of agency owners um, in general are, are um, 
what they call like accidental entrepreneurs or accidental owners. Um, so I started freelancing, right? And it was a way for me to kind of um, supplement my income, make a little bit of beer money, um, you know, nothing, nothing too crazy. Uh, I built up a, a roster of a few clients. Um, one of those clients referred me to somebody and they ended up being a really large um, cosmetics distributor company. So that company was looking to break into the direct to consumer market. So they wanted to kind of stop doing wholesale and start being able to sell direct. Um, and I was positioned as the guy to help them do that. Right. So I'm, I'm 22 years old. I haven't necessarily done a project at that scale, but a lot of the fundamentals of what I knew could be applied to what they needed. Um, the thing was that project in particular was larger than just myself. I needed to have people to help me execute on different parts of that project. So I recruited a couple of friends that, that I was with with college. I got introduced to somebody who was more of a back-end developer that was able to, to help me. Um, and that was kind of how I started my initial like ragtag group uh, at Humor. Um, we weren't even technically humor at that point, but that was kind of the the founding uh, group of people that we were working with. Um, then from there, I made every mistake you can imagine under the books, like building this business, um, and um, had to learn a lot around uh, along the way. There's a lot of reading and amazing resources that are out there. There's a lot of uh, really experienced people. That, that have helped me get to, to where I am today. Um, but it definitely was not a um, clearly laid out path or, or a desire to own and operate an agency of 60 people. Um, it's kind of just organically grown to that point over time. We're a bit more strategic now than we were 12 years ago. To be oh, fair. yeah. I'd imagine. I'd imagine. Those mistakes are, are lessons, right? Lessons that we wear with scars sometimes, but they're they're exactly what we need at some point. You're coming across a problem. You don't know how to really resolve it. You give it your best shot. You make some mistakes and you learn from it and you kind of keep moving forward. You know, I, I think it, it being that, that uh, I'm in a similar space, I'm wondering what were some mistakes you made uh, that kind of gave you the greatest lessons to help you become a 60 man army here as you as you grew in the last 12 years i mean there's a lot um i think one of the biggest mistakes we made early on that same company that i had referenced earlier that kind of gave us our start we continue to work with them um, they grew to be like 70 or 80 percent of our our billings um and that was one of our first biggest mistakes right you never really want to have one client grow to be that large and absorb that much of your um your income or your focus. So what ended up happening was that company um, made a bad deal. Like I don't want to go into too many details, but they they made a deal. Um, they had to produce a lot of products and and warehouse all that product. So they invested millions in production. Um, that deal fell through. They were stuck with millions of dollars worth of product in warehouses, and they just didn't have the liquidity to pay us for for our services. So we had been working with them at that point for a couple of years. We let it ride, um, you know, just on good faith. And 
then we let it ride a little bit longer and then a little bit longer and the next thing we knew like now we're now we're starting to get strapped because we've been operating you know without their revenue for several months um we survived it obviously we came through it it taught me a good lesson in terms of um you know you always need to be marketing you always need to be selling you always need to be um expanding that client base you can't kind of just rest on um, what you got and then that inspired me to learn a lot more about digital marketing and a lot of the skills that we still use today to um, marketing grow the business man um you want to string them along just like they've been helpful to you and then eventually you become anchors to each other nobody can move forward at that point so yeah learning when to cut ties learning when to move on learning when to kind of balance some of those resources that's a tough lesson to learn and i i to be honest i i still do some of that to today like there's some clients that i'm like look you've been with me for a long time let me hook you up a little bit but you got to be able to draw that line otherwise it can definitely it can definitely milk you dry uh you've been around for 12 years you've been it's a, a lot of different changes if you were going to give advice to people getting started today what would that be um one i would say uh Try to be lean for as long as you can be um, and build your initial base of profitability. So I think that's contradictory to certain certain advice you get. But if you're very first starting, to me, that's that's got to be your focus. Um, then as you start to grow and you've built a little bit of that base of profitability, focus on um, taking the things off of your plate that you don't like to do or you're not good at doing first. Um, before you, like, if I can uh, uh, align it with um, my business, for instance, right? Like we do, my, my background's in, in visual design and front-end development, stuff like that. Those are things I like doing. Those are things I'm passionate about. Um, what I don't like doing is managing every detail of a project from start to finish, right? So, and, and I'm also not necessarily the best at doing that on a, on a daily basis. So, um, one of the first hires, if I was to give myself the same advice would be not to go out and hire a designer or a developer, but to hire a project manager that can keep the rails and, and keep, um, things moving forward for many businesses that might be, you know, a bookkeeper, um, that could be, um, hiring a janitorial service to come in and make sure that the bu the building's clean, right? Like there's a lot of little things that um, when you're first getting started and you're trying to keep lean, you're doing all these different things. But then as you start to grow, focus on the things that are just, you just don't want to do or don't like to do um, and don't add the most value to the business. Get rid of those and then just continue to build those core skills. Dude, hiring people is a whole different animal. You're working with 60 people around the world, uh, managing their their productivity, their time, all those different things. It's something that you didn't, you probably didn't think about when you were first getting started, but kind of got to learn along the way. It's definitely a, a lesson that that we need to learn as we go forward. Um, there's a bunch of different agencies out there. There's a lot of different companies that do different things really well, but there's a reason why your clients come to you. There's a reason why you've been around for 12 years. What do you think that is? What do you think that your company does best? So we, um, I think we operate kind of at an intersection of 
um, a strategic advisor as well as um, a design and development shop. So a lot of web development or web design agencies, you come to them and they're focused on the technology and they're focused on executing things maybe well from a technical perspective, but their focus might not be on the actual um, business objectives or mission that you're trying to accomplish, right? So a website from my perspective is one of, if not the most um, important owned asset that a business has from a marketing perspective. It can be a really big unlock for revenue and it can be a really big unlock for future growth. And that's how we treat our engagements. So we don't necessarily look at this as being a piece of technology or an art project. It's something that actually has a lot of business intent behind it um, and, and can be a catalyst for business growth. So walking that line between understanding what a business needs to be successful and then how we connect the dots from a creative and technological perspective is what allows us to work successfully with a lot of the clients that we have. And it is also what allows us to, um, on average, provide better than industry results for most of the clients that we work with as well. Um, so I think that's what we do really well. We're also, um, just generally speaking, like everyone on my team is trained um, to think from that perspective as well. So from the top down, we have people that are really kind of using that lens to to size up a company and size up their project. Dude, the um the way a company kind of develops over time is is uh almost evolutionary. Uh and we kind of talked about it how you've been around for 12 years, how you've been growing with stuff, uh which gives you an opportunity to talk to your clients and that's kind of where the evolutionary process happens, right? You talk to clients, you figure out what their problems are, you figure out what you're good at solving and you kind of end up pivoting from where you were 12 years ago to where you are today, you're probably a completely different company simply by acquiring more and more clients. What do you think uh, after talking to a lot of different clients, after having many different clients, what are the biggest problems do you feel that companies have when it comes to growing digitally online? Um, there's a lot of problems. I think the biggest root problem that I see is that, um, Companies don't focus enough on their customers when it comes to positioning or messaging, right? Like you'll have the CEO or the executive leadership staff that has kind of a perception of what that business is really good at doing or what their customers want or just all these different preconceived notions, right, of, of um, why they're awesome. Um, in reality, if you get into the weeds and you actually talk to some of their best customers, I always see differences or I always see an emphasis on something that is not what the company we're partnering with is emphasizing on. I think that's probably one of the biggest things or the biggest disconnects that I see between businesses and, and how they market themselves. They don't take the time to to talk to their customers and really listen and then use language that they use or use um, challenges or pain points that they have and emphasize that through their marketing materials, whether it's their website or social media or a podcast or, or whatever that um, deliverable might be. That's probably the 
the root of the root of a lot of issues, right? Like the marketing team's like, oh, you know, this the CEO wants it to be this way. Well, the CEO is, you know, tied to the success of the the customers and what they want and, and how that's driving revenue for the business, right? So in reality, the CEO's opinion is actually secondary to what the, the customers are telling you. So if they, they're telling you this, that's really what your your guiding um, light should be for, for everything else that, that follows it. Should be, should be. And you're exactly right. Uh, when you come in as as a marketing agency, you're kind of overlooking a lot of things. And the way you describe the way the way you run businesses, you're really helping these customers kind of analyze some of those things, how they interact with their customers, what that customer conversation is going to be like so that that digital footprint uh, lands correctly. So let me ask you, is you're here trying to improve what other businesses are doing in the digital space? What are you doing internally for your for your team? Maybe it's internally, maybe it's externally to kind of bring that customer experience uh, to a higher level. Because I know entrepreneurs all the time, right? We start off doing one thing, we get good at it, and then we try to get better or improve things as we move along. What do you feel that is for your company? Um, well, we we actually uh, do a lot of the things that we do for our clients. I think that's that's one thing that that a lot of agencies miss. Um, is they'll, they'll do amazing work for their clients, but then they don't actually take the time to do it for themselves. Um, we made that shift several years ago. Like we're going to treat ourselves like a client. So every year, um, humor takes up a client roster and our own deck of clients that we have, um, under the agency. So we have dedicated resources that work on our stuff alongside all of our client stuff. Um, so when you look at our website, you look at some of our marketing materials, the reason why, it looks good is because we actually spend time focusing on it. Um, every year we do uh, interviews with our customers to better understand um, kind of like what I was saying, you know, what, what have they actually found to be the most impactful working with us and then use that to influence um, our marketing materials. Um, in terms of how we operate overall, there is a really big focus on, um, like a high touch relationship with each of our customers. So, you know, we're, they're inside of all the same systems that we're, we're in. So there's no, there's like full transparency there. We're talking to them multiple times a week. We have Slack channels that they're integrated in so they can actually communicate with us on a one-on-one -on -one basis. We really try to position ourselves as being an extension of their internal team. So it's not like, you're working with humor the agency it's more like you're working with humor the department of xyz company um and i do feel like that really makes a difference not only in the relationships that we build but also the quality of work that we're able to deliver because we get a lot more insights that way um there's probably a million other things i could run through but i think those are some of the the biggest differentiators um and how we operate yeah, at the end of the day, you're you're integrating into the company culture. You're getting to know the staff and and what can best uh, help them grow. I mean, those are all good things when you partner up as as an agency. And I think as a as a business owner, you kind of want when you bring on a vendor like that, you want them to be part of your team. You want them to understand what's going on because, I mean, it's not just a, a transactional thing; it's a relationship thing. And the the everybody wins when when you work together to 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 lift each other up, right? Or, Rising tide raises all ships, and I think that's that's ultimately where you want to go. 
12 years of business is no, uh, nothing to laugh at. That's, that's significant. You've gone through, uh, economic times. You've gone through COVID. You still survived. Like all kinds of different stuff has happened. Where are you today? Where do you see as, as one of the co-founders here, where do you see the vision of your, of, of humor in the next couple of years? Yeah, so our our goal, our vision that we we rally behind is to be the number one agency to work with and work for. Um, so that puts a focus not only on the work that we do with our clients and the outcomes there, but also how we treat our team, what we're able to provide them with, and how we can um, continue to focus on work life balance um, for the individuals who work for us. Um, it's. Uh, agencies are kind of known as being sweatshops so to speak in terms of like crazy hours and crazy deadlines and everything like that so we do our best to to combat that do those types of things pop up sure i mean it, it's part of doing business but um, we do have like a big emphasis on that um in the next three three to five years um i would love to double in size from from where we are now double in size double in revenue um I see a path forward for how we get that. There's different services maybe that we can activate on top of what we're currently doing to kind of help be an additional catalyst to that growth. Um, but yeah, I mean, I I want uh, humor to be kind of ubiquitous when you think of a digital agency or specifically web design. Humor is one of the first companies that you think about, but that's my end goal. And it's got a great name. So you get, you're, you're well on your way there, dude. 12 years of business, 60 clients. I mean, to even double is, is going to be a phenomenal feat. Uh, and I'm pretty sure you'll get there really quick. If people want to reach out to you, if they want to find out more about what it is that you do, get a quote, an estimate, talk about uh, the different services you offer. How can they do that? Sure. Uh, you can visit our website. It's just humor, H-U-E-M-O-R dot R-O-C-K-S. Um, that has our full portfolio, all of our offerings. Um, if you want to get in touch with me personally, I'm very active on LinkedIn. You can just find me using my full name, Jeffrey Gubensky. Oh, sorry. Thank you very much for coming on the show today. You're you're literally changing people's lives by giving them the digital footprint. I know it's 2023. People should know this already, that if you're in business, you need to have a, that digital footprint out there. But You'd be surprised how many people we talk to that don't have that stuff squared away. Uh, and you're making it easier for people to do that. One more time, ladies and gentlemen, humor rock, humor.rocks is the name of the website. There's no .com, just humor.rocks. Make sure you guys check out Jeffrey's stuff. Jeff, thank you for being on the program today. Ladies and gentlemen, we'll catch you guys on the next one. Peace. And we're out. It's over. Go home. Is your business in need of marketing? Try starting a podcast. But not just any podcast. Podcast like a pro. We can show you how to take your business from being invisible to becoming a brand people trust. Go to www.businessbros.biz to get started today. Business Bros!